Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Uh, this is Winchester Radio Podcast. I'm Clarity, and uh, Becky is also here. Uh, tonight, um, we have another amazing special guest that we're going to talk to in just two seconds here. Also, uh, a little bit later on, we'll be talking about last night's episode. Um, we are not taking any callers in uh, uh, just yet because we do have a guest. Um, uh, we are live for our first hour tonight. We will be recorded after that. You can uh, listen live on blogtalkradio.com uh, Media Boulevard. You can download and listen to the podcast uh, later on through uh, iTunes, uh, again, through blogtalkradio.com. You can go to our website, winchesterbros.com, and click on the Winchester Radio icon that will take you to the podcast uh, and all the others and also we are on Facebook and Twitter and we're always posting lots of links and tonight um, our special guest is Amy Gumminick who's going to talk about um, uh, her big event flash mob tomorrow uh, uh, for the Claire Foundation and hi Amy thank you so much for being on our show thank you it's my pleasure oh we're delighted so do you want to start with just just a little explanation of what's going on tomorrow and uh, the foundation and Claire and all that good stuff? I would love to. Feel free to interject any questions if you have them or if I miss anything. Um, so basically for the past several months I've been um, honored to be part of this incredible event. We are doing a flash mob fundraiser tomorrow, May 1st, um, at a secret location in Santa Monica, California. Um, and this project was kick-started by a girl named Claire Wineland, who um, has become a very dear friend of mine and is without a doubt one of the most incredible, selfless, beautiful human beings I've ever met. Um, and I just feel so fortunate to have her in my life and I'm so excited to help her. Um, so the flash mob tomorrow is in support of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation um, and an organization that Claire started called the Claire's Place Foundation, which is um, basically a foundation to heighten public awareness about cystic fibrosis um, and help improve the quality of life for families affected by the disease as well as educate them and help them cope with the many, many struggles that they have been handed. Um, so Claire has kind of dedicated her life to helping people and to um, giving people the opportunities that she hasn't had, um, which is amazing. Um, so 50% of our proceeds will go towards the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation um, that will help for research for a cure, because unfortunately there isn't one. Um, and then the other 50% will go towards Claire's Place Foundation um, to continue the education that she does, um, as well as help with her treatment. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Um, Claire, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about her. She's 14. She was born with cystic fibrosis, which for those of you who don't know, um, is basically a disease where your organs become filled with um, mucus sacs. It primarily affects your lungs and digestive system. So it's a pretty long and tedious road that these kids have. Um, but Claire somehow finds light and positivity and 
refers to her disease as a blessing um, because she sees it as a way to help others. So it's pretty pretty incredible and inspiring. Um, so that's Claire. Um, she's also a singer, an artist, a composer, a comedian. She really is the most incredible person I have ever, ever, ever met. So helping her is a true honor. Um, and, yeah, so that that's my quick little rundown of the Great. event. How, how did you meet Claire? Um, I met Claire actually kind of a small world coincidence. Um, my sister owns a dance studio in Santa Monica, California, where I work when I'm not filming. Um, and a good friend, Claire's best family friend um, is a student of ours, and about three months ago came to us and said, my best friend has cystic fibrosis, um, and her dream is to organize a flash mob to help raise awareness and fundraise for cure and needs help. And so it all started with this tiny idea that we thought would just be like a little fun side project and has turned into this huge, amazing adventure um, that has really exploded in the support that we have received from our community, from actors that I've worked with, from our families, from people all over the world has been just absolutely incredible. So um, through organizing this whole thing, our families have become very close, and um, we've been fortunate enough to work with Claire very closely, and she's actually here with me today. Um, we are in the middle of our final rehearsal for tomorrow, um, and Claire just walked in, so she's in there getting everyone pumped up for tomorrow. Cool. I saw her on uh, the video uh, that you made, you know, lots of people like Eric Kripke and Dave Tigerman yes. and Adam and all that. I saw her on there, and she's just adorable. And, and she really is. And, and very excited and, you about know, I, I, And I have, to, I have to be honest, when I first heard about Claire, I thought, there's no way that somebody is that positive and that happy all the time. And she really is. I mean, she. I'm looking at um, some articles that have been written about her right now, actually, and I mean, people refer to her as a little Buddha, as an old soul. She really embodies, you know, she's, she's truly angelic. I've, like I said, I've never met anyone with so much spirit and such determination and positivity. And, you know, she has unfortunately suffered with this disease her whole life. But if anyone can beat it, it's her. That's, that's amazing. It sounds awesome. And attitude is, is a lot Absolutely. I mean, she has already defied so many odds. Um, a year ago, she had a routine procedure where they went in to clean out her lungs and sinuses. Um, and something happened during surgery, and her body went septic, and she was um, put into a coma. And 17 days later, had not woken up, um, and her family was called in to come say goodbye. Mm -hmm. and they were told she uh -huh. had a one cent chance of living, um, oh, and wow. nobody ever, she was on full life support that no one had ever been taken off of. And the next day, which happened to be her 13th birthday, she woke up and fully recovered. Wow. And, you know, the doctors came in and told her that she was now diabetic and had to relearn how to walk and had lost most of her lung function and, you know, a laundry list of things that nobody should ever have to hear out of their doctor's mouth. And her response was, at least I'm alive and I'm not in a wheelchair. And that's oh, really wow. how she sees life. Yeah. And so she's, to handle all that at that age, it's tough. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, she's absolutely way beyond her years. So the flash mob is both, like I said, to raise awareness and to raise money for this cause. Um, but it's also a celebration of Claire's 14th birthday and the anniversary of what she refers to as her miracle when she woke up from the coma. Awesome. Well, happy birthday to Claire. We have to say happy 14th birthday to Claire. Yes, happy birthday. Yes. and She really does sound like a true inspiration. She mm-hmm. absolutely is. I mean, I, I could never, ever thank her and her amazing mom for everything that they have taught me and given me through this experience. She's really, in more ways than I could ever express, changed my life and the way I look at day-to-day troubles. You know, we get so wrapped up in the stress of our job or our family or our friends or work or the lack of work, um, when really at the end of the day we're so lucky to be here that I think she's really taught me to focus on the positive because the other stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's now, good um, to get a perspective check sometimes. Absolutely. For um, for our listeners, uh, I'm sure they already know who you are, but Amy plays young Mary Winchester on Supernatural, in case we forgot. I don't believe we mentioned that at the beginning. Um, I, I just assumed everybody would know Amy Gumbel. Exactly. <laughs> young Mary Winchester. I was like, of you course are too Amy. But okay, yes, and, and fantastically, too, by the way. I just uh, oh, love the two episodes you. you were on. And, and one of my questions was actually going to be, I was going to mention that, and then ask, does Claire watch Supernatural? Did she, like, watch you on Supernatural? And You know, to be honest, I have to say, I think that this event has, sort of made Claire an immediate fan of the show. Um, She was not very familiar with it before, and when I first got involved in this project, I sent out kind of a mass email to everybody that I had worked with and everybody that I thought might have something to contribute. And the responses that we got from the Supernatural cast and crew was really just amazing. I mean, I am so, so, so beyond grateful you know, I, I knew how lucky I was to have the Supernatural family in my life, but to see how quickly they were the first ones to respond and the first ones to send in shout-outs and spread the word and make donations. And it was a really beautiful reminder for me of, you know, how fortunate I am to be part of such an incredible group of people. And for Claire, you know, none of them had met her before any of this started, and they totally jumped on board and, you know, were true angels for this project. Um, so I think since then, Claire is sold, and she is a, a diehard fan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yes. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what the um, flash mob, what it, you know, what it, what is, what will the flash mob be tomorrow? I've, you know, I've seen flash mobs on TV and in videos and stuff, but what, what all will you all be doing tomorrow? Well, um, we will be arriving at our secret location, which um, was that information was released to the dancers who registered because part of the whole fun of a flash mob is that it's unexpected and it's a surprise for pedestrians who happen to be there. So we are going to a very public place. um, And at exactly 3 o'clock, our music will start, and we have – over 300 dancers as of today who have registered and donated to this cause. Um, So, you know, we'll sort of be hanging out, walking around, pretending we're shopping or talking or whatever. Um, And slowly, group by group, people will join 
the dance. Um, so our plan is everybody has some sort of cover-up, like a zip-up sweatshirt or a hoodie, um, and as the music starts and as people join in, we reveal that we're all wearing the same T-shirt, um, and the dance will continue to grow and grow and grow until all 300 dancers um, have taken over, um, and then we'll do our dance, and we have a little break where we will go out and talk to the community and give out information and answer questions, um, and then at a random time, we will do it again. So, you know, this is my first class mob. Like you said, I, I have seen them on TV and on YouTube and in videos, but I've never been part of one, so we'll see. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, why, why Flash Mob? I mean, I think it's a, a great idea, but what made you decide uh, to, to do that? It was actually Claire's idea. This whole thing has sparked from a vision that she had, um, and her goal was to reach as many people as possible. Um, and I think that there is a lot of power in community when people from all over, all walks of life come together for a cause and dancing together, I think, is a pretty fun way to do that. Um, I think also because it is happening in a public place and we have had so much support, um, the shock value of hundreds of people breaking out into dance forces people to come over and find out why we're dancing and what just happened. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's for several reasons. I, you know, I have to say I was not anticipating the amazing community support that we've had, but we had people flying in from other states. We have um, people who are who saw the video and are not in Los Angeles and not able to join us who are organizing flash mobs in Las Vegas, Texas, um, Hawaii, Chicago. So it's really spreading to all over. Um, and we hope that that continues. And we're looking as, at tomorrow's event as a kickoff to the Claire's Place Foundation. And really just the beginning, the very, very first celebration of many to come to continue to raise money and raise awareness for this important cause. Um, will you be recording it? Like, if you can't, you know, be there, is yes, there a way to see it and hear about it? Yeah, there are actually a few camera crews coming that are making documentaries about the making of the Claire's Place Foundation flash mob. Um, we also will have news coverage from uh, KTLA, Fox, and NBC, so they will all be covering it. Um, and then we have um, newspapers that are coming out to cover the event, so there will be lots of coverage, and I will definitely be sure to pass along that information. Um, and then the dancers that are not in L.A. that are organizing Flash Month in their own cities will also be sending us videos. And eventually we'll, we will compile all of those together and have a global Flash Mob video. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Is there fantastic. anything um, – what can, what can those of us who won't be able – who aren't be able to participate in the Flash Mobs, what can we do to help support Claire and her foundation? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, well, like I said, this event is really our kickoff. Um, we are hoping that this is just the beginning of this incredible, incredible project that we're part of. Um, so if you go to www.clairesplacefoundation.com, that's all one word, all lowercase, clairesplacefoundation.org. I'm sorry, it's org, not com. Um, so www.clairesplacefoundation.org. With an I, correct? Because sometimes yes. Claire is C L A I R E S, placefoundation.org. 
Um, and on her website, you can find lots of information on ways to get involved and to make donations. Um, and truly, every penny counts. If we could get everybody to just donate even $1, that makes a huge difference. Um, you know, unfortunately, Claire has reached a point in her disease that a lung transplant is essential um, for her survival, and that's very expensive. A lung transplant costs a million dollars. So, you know, like I said, every penny counts. If you can give 25 cents, that makes a difference. So any, we are, you know, welcome to anything if there. There are also ways to get involved and help spread the word, um, educate people. Unfortunately, it's a disease that a lot of people don't know a lot about and um, are kind of shy to talk about. Claire told me last week that she met a little girl or got a phone call from a little girl um, living outside of California who has been also suffering with cystic fibrosis and the side effects of the disease. Um, and she said that she never talked about it because she thought she was alone and she was embarrassed that she has to do all these treatments and wear vests that help her breathe and oxygen. And she said that seeing Claire go so public with her disease has really shown her that she's not alone and that there is support and help. Um, and it's, you know, it's a small community, but a really beautiful one. So raising awareness, making a donation, again, it's www.clairesgracefoundation.org. Um, and like I said, every penny counts. So we are grateful to anything that you can give. Yeah, that's we will definitely do everything we can to help promote it for sure. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes people say, oh, I only have like a dollar or, or whatever. I, that won't possibly help. So we just say again, every little bit helps. And it, it really does. It you know, anything from $1 to a million, we have a goal <laughs> and we are ready and will beat it. So yeah. we're doing pretty well so far just in the few weeks that we've been doing this. So I have awesome. nothing but positive thoughts about the potential that Claire, you know, the, the message that she's going to spread and the – good that she's doing for so many people. So, you know, the least we can do is help her on her mission. Yeah, let's say the supernatural fan fandom is amazing when it comes to supporting, you know, causes. It's really incredible. Like I mean, I, I had no idea when I did my first episode of Supernatural the amazing, amazing families that I was becoming part of. And of everything I've ever done in my life, I, you guys are just so amazing and are definitely such an important part of my life. And I feel so grateful to have your support and the support of, like I said, the casting crew. I've worked on several TV shows, and it's really unique to have that kind of love and support. Um, I, I couldn't thank you enough. Well, uh, you're just as you wonderful know. as young Mary Winchester. I'm not sure, like, fans could have found anybody better. <laughs> you're just like an iconic could you come just become an iconic part of, of supernatural and 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 you know two very very memorable episodes in the beginning and uh, of course the other would title went right out of my head the song remains the same yes and hopefully not the last i mean supernatural got renewed for a seventh season i know i was very excited to see that and i know yeah. i won't spoil anything, but I know my older self made an appearance last night, which I was super excited about. Yeah. Um, so you never know. Anything is possible on Supernatural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. that, 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 would be, that would be just great. 
Um, it would be. At, yeah, and the flashback tomorrow is at 3 o'clock, and that is West Coast time, Pacific time. Right now, all the other mobs, are they all going to go at the same time, your time? Like, if it's Not 3 all o'clock? Of them. Some of them will. Um, you know, however, we have one that's being organized in another state that isn't taking place for another few months, so we'll sort of be seeing them sporadically around the globe, I think, for the next few months. Um, so we'll see. There are a few that will be happening at the same time, um, and I'm, I don't know. I mean, there are some that I'm sure I don't even know about, so I hope to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Cool. And maybe are you thinking about having it an, an annual event? Um, we're in the brainstorming stages right now. Um, the board of directors for the Claire's Place Foundation is currently um, being gathered, and as soon as Sunday happens, we will begin the next project. We're already brainstorming and have lots of very exciting ideas, um, so I will definitely keep you posted, but there will be some big event happening soon. So whether it's annual or every other month or whatever, we definitely um, have found a really amazing group of people that I think are full of ideas and talents, and I can't wait to see where it goes. It would be really awesome. I was just thinking to have to have like a, fu- a fundraiser, a flash mob, or you know, or something like that at, at a supernatural convention. That would be really. Oh, awesome. That would be so fun. Wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Hmm. All right, I'll have to get on that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's karaoke night. You know, so you've already got some music going. So I, uh, I actually just experienced my first supernatural karaoke night at the LA Con a few weeks ago. It was much was more fun there. than I ever could have imagined. I was there. I saw you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, guys are a pretty awesome crowd. Yeah. You're hopefully coming to Chicago, the convention, in the fall, and I go to that one, so I'm, I'm Yay, looking forward to Yay, I will be meeting. there, yes. I'm very excited about that one. I have lots of family in Chicago, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Oh, well, there you go. We got we we should try to get a flash mob going for that convention. Uh, let's do yeah. it. I'm actually in contact with um, the Affairs magazine, who covers Supernatural quite a bit, um, and they're helping us organize something in Chicago as well. So I will definitely be in contact. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, wonderful. so fun. Yeah. And so for the uh, for those of you who have registered and are joining us tomorrow, please come say hello and show your support. Um, there are quite a few Supernatural actors that will be there dancing, some of which are here rehearsing as I speak. Um, oh, and oh, cool. for those of you who are not, you can see, um, if you go to the Claire's Place Foundation website um, and click on the flash mob information, you can see the instructional video, um, which I am help, helping to teach. Um, so if you want to learn it and even if it's just you and a friend, get it on tape and send it to us, and we would love to include it in our in our montage at the end. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> That's great. No pressure. Some of us have no dance, but <laughs> oh no, no, we'll I do it. Most of our dancers that are participating, this is the first time they're dancing. It's not about the skill; it's just having fun. So no pressure. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I'm sure. We'll be posting and, and supporting it as much as we can after the fact, too. Becky is oh, awesome about you. keeping current. 
Thank you, thank you. And I think that one of the things that Claire really wants to make clear is it doesn't end tomorrow, but it begins then. Um, and for those of you who are interested, Claire does have a Facebook page where you can follow her progress as well as the amazing community service that she's constantly doing. Um, and you can find her on Facebook at Claire Wineland, that's W-I-N-E-L-A-N-D, Love, Songs, and Updates. So it's Claire Wineland, Love, Songs, and Updates. Um, and again, she will also be posting pictures and videos and um, is just a really amazing, inspiring person to follow. Um, you know, her away messages are always incredible reminders. So you can follow her there and find out more about what she's up to. And we will be sure to post the links for everything for Claire on our website. So if you're not getting them now through the podcast, just check out the website and you can find them there later. Great. Thank you. And I will also be posting it both on my Facebook fan page, which is just my name, Amy Gumenick, as well as on my Twitter. So you can feel free to follow me and click on that as well. Awesome. Yes. Um, any other questions, Becky, and or Amy, is there anything else you want to make sure everybody knows about or give any addresses um, again or anything? I think that's just about it. I want to, again, thank you guys for all of your support and help in getting the word out there to the entire Supernatural community. This would not be possible without you. I've been receiving Facebook messages and Twitters and letters from so many people showing their support and spreading the word, and I really, really appreciate it, as does Claire and her whole family. So on behalf of all of the Winelands, I thank you um, and look forward to whatever's next for us together. Absolutely, and thank you so yes. much, Amy, for coming on the podcast and talking about Claire and this wonderful cause. We wish you, like, the biggest possible successful Flash Mob event uh, ever. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, again, the website is uh, clairesplacefoundation.org, just in case you missed it. Okay. All right, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you for talking about last night's episode. Thank you, Amy. Thanks so much. Yep. Of course, thank you. again. We'll be glad to keep supporting and helping. So hopefully if there's another event, you're welcome to come back. Well, I look forward to being back, so thank you. Okay. Take care. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful foundation and cause. And I'm just blown away by it. Amy and Claire, it's just wonderful, wonderful, inspirational people. I know, truly, uh, truly, they were meant to be and and doing this. And um, Claire is just like the most adorable, positive uh, girl on that video. She just it just sounds so excited to be taking part of this. And, and uh, I can't wait to see the video tomorrow and yeah, and, uh, yeah. I know. I, I knew um, from Supernatural who, in the video that um, Amy linked to, it had Eric Kripke, um, Gabriel Tigerman, um, Amy, of course. Um, Joy McNiven has her own video that she put out for it. Um, so I know those are are, you know, definitely involved. So I'm curious to find out if there are any other Supernatural people involved. So mm-hmm. be interesting to see I, videos. I can't wait to see Eric Kripke dance. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be <laughs> in the mob, but if he is, I hope somebody gets a picture. <laughs> yeah. 
And I guess Gabe Tigerman um, was also in the video, and and uh, I would uh, I love to see him dancing too. And Julie McNiven, right? She looks like a great dancer. And um, then I, Michael J. Fox is even in the video, so I was like, wow, you know. Yeah, and his cool. wife Tracy Pollan and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kate Caitlin. I didn't catch her last name from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, from Castle, Seamus Deaver and John Huertas. I think it's Deaver. Sorry about Seamus. And Adam, Adam Durwitz from Counting Crows. Yeah, who didn't he turn into a big Supernatural yeah. fan and kept tweeting about it? But, like, as he watched yeah. each season, he would talk about it? It was very cool, yeah. I loved following his Twitters when he was um, watching each episode. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And, again, like, the Supernatural... Uh, fandom and uh, a fandom just kind of follows with their supernatural cast and crew for just being really supportive and kind and open and helpful and just we're always right there for a for a, a good cause and this is definitely a good cause so I'm uh, very proud of everybody proud to be a part of it Winchester Bros uh, uh, themselves uh, did a, a great uh, thing for a dog's life rescue you know, we did a fun thing mm-hmm. for them too so yeah it's a it's a long history, and there's lots of wonderful supernatural groups out there that um, participate and help and cause, of course, niches, the random act, the work, and everything. So, um, yeah, amazing. And, again, we'll just keep uh, – we'll mention uh, Claire's Foundation's uh, website again before we finish the podcast tonight, uh, just in case. And, uh um, of course, Becky keeps the, the links and announcements going on Facebook and Twitter and everything. So if you uh, didn't quite uh, catch it when uh, Amy was talking about it or whatever. And even after the flash mob, uh, it's not too late to go back and uh, donate, check things out, see what you can do to be supportive. Uh, I think tomorrow might just be the beginning. And I will, I will check with Lisa and see about maybe... We could put up like a permanent link to Claire's place on our webpage. So, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. And Amy was so so fun. She was so sweet and adorable on the phone. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully, we'll be able to get her back sometime to talk about her time on Supernatural too. So, yeah, it's so cool to have her have her on again. I mean, I love Samantha Smith last night being on. Uh, as uh, um, Mary Winchester, mom. But it would have been fun to see Amy doing that, too. You know, I think mm-hmm. she would have done a really great job. It's, uh, and that whole scene in the diner. Yeah, Amanda Smith was yeah. awesome. Last night's episode was amazing. Oh, I loved it so much. It was great. There were so many really cool things about it. I mean, lots of big things happened, but there was also, like, a bunch of just, like, little expressions and and uh, uh funny things going on and and of course it had a holy cow ending that's that's for sure uh, mark shepherd and it wasn't a big surprise i i mean there were sort of hints around fandom that he was coming back there's an episode called uh well, sorry, a title spoiler if anybody cares at this point, the man who would be king, and I believe he's in that course because he wanted to be uh, king of hell. Crowley wanted to be king of hell, but we thought that was gone because uh, Cassiel 
set his bones on fire and supposedly killed him. And I can't wait to hear the explanation for what didn't happen there, Taz. <laughs> He's got some explaining to do, boy. <laughs> um, don't you think? Yeah, sorry there. I, I <laughs> muted because I was I was opening my pop and I didn't want that fizzy sound to be on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Castiel has a lot of explaining to do, okay, because he had to, you know, he and Crowley, I'm betting you they, you know, they were the ones who pulled the um, Sam and Grandpa Samuel out of heaven and hell, and, you know, they've been in it, they had to have been in it from the beginning, they had to have that all planned out out with the Mm -hmm. fake phones, and, you know, I'm just, I just cannot wait to hear, you know, why. Mhm. Yeah, and you know, you you think, and I'm, I think he's commented before. You know, you really learn your lesson. You know about dealing with demons. Uh, you know, uh, how about when Sam was working with Ruby? You and and Cass certainly far from approved of that mm-hmm. uh, uh, working relationship. And now all of a sudden, he's working with Crowley. Does does. Crowley has something on Castiel, you know, a little bit of blackmail, because Crowley is certainly that kind of uh, 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 demon, you know. And uh, did Crowley come to Cass? Did Cass go to Crowley? Does he, you know, does Castiel look at him as the lesser of two evils with more evil actually being Raphael, I wonder? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Cass thinking the ends is going to justify the means? Of working mm-hmm. with Crowley and Demon and and you could tell from last night there was kind of hints with it with the little boys. You know, Castiel was like, you know, we've got a, there's a bigger picture here. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't want Sam and Dean to to leave and save the two boys, so it kind of hints at that right there. Yes, and you can absolutely tell that Cass has slowly but surely changed because there was Sam and Dean trying to figure out a way to maybe help Lenore, and it was so awesome to see Amber Benson back as, as Lenore, the, the vampire who wouldn't feed on, on humans. And they were like, well, you know, she wanted them to kill her. And Sam and Dean, you could just tell, were trying to think of a way to maybe help her. And, you know, she they could have because, could they have helped her because um, Samuel had the cure, right, for Dean? It was a little bit different because, you know, she's huh? been a vampire girl. Right, right. Sorry? Right, yeah, he did, uh-huh. And they didn't even get a chance to possibly even ask about it. Cass is like, we've got to move this along. And he just stepped right in and, and killed her. And I was like, yeah, yeah. wow. And that was one of those little moments I love because I don't know if you saw, because Sam just kind of looks at Cass and then you see Dean kind of like put up his hands like, what the what the hell? You know, what was that, Cass? And they were both pretty surprised that he that he did that. So, I just yeah, and I thought, and with Cassiel, I thought he acted more human last night than he, you know, he didn't seem a, as much a fish out of water as he normally does with his expressions and the way he talked, and you know, mm-hmm. it just he seemed seemed a whole lot different to me. Yeah, he has definitely changed, and I wonder. And you just know they're coming to a big confrontation between, um, uh, you just know it, 
uh, Sam and Dean and Cass when they find this out, and they will, is he going to say, well, I just took you guys as an example, you know, doing what you needed to do and working with, uh, uh, you know, things and people that you hated. And, and you know, is he kind of going to say, well, and, and, you know, you're the one who who's taught me to rebel and do what you need to do and and all that. So I, I and, and, you know, they, it doesn't make it right, but I can understand, I could see his point. Right, right. You know, because they're 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 forever making deals that they shouldn't, <laughs> you know, yeah. and 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 all that. Um, and I still Speaking wonder. Of, real quick, before I forget, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm mm-hmm. watching the scene with Amber Benson and and thinking for um, WeedNest.com. I don't know if you follow it, but they posted the other day about um, Amber's appearance on the show. They posted last night about how it was Buffy's. Nineteenth um, episode of the sixth season when Tara was killed, and then here on Supernatural, the nineteenth episode of the sixth season, and she's killed. Amber Benson's character is killed again. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't know, but uh, that is weird how sometimes things work out. And then Supernatural, you know, my heart will go on. The episode. Um, being right when the Titanic actually sank, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that that kind of stuff goes on. Um, speaking of music, we had some interesting music choices in the episode last night. Um, <laughs> Starship. Starship. <laughs> One of the funniest was, things. Yes, that was. Oh, that that will go down in supernatural history. I think that'll be one of the things that we're talking about forever because that was just so funny. <laughs> and then it was You're trending. Watching. It was trending on Twitter um, during the episode. It was wor- trending worldwide on Twitter. Jefferson Starships. <laughs> so funny. It's the one you know. Usually every week, supernatural fans are trying to get su- get supernatural trending somehow on Twitter. And then this week we weren't even trying, and there it was trending worldwide. <laughs> oh, you know that was awesome. Um, and, and the whole thing was so funny. It's like Dean's like, you know, he's had it all thought out. You know, I'm going to call them Jefferson Starships because they're horrible and hard to kill. And and Sam just kind of gives him a look. And I thought it was so funny because later when everything was sort of blowing up, Sam's yelling, Starships, Starships. <laughs> Too funny. It was it was just great, and I thought Dean was in fine form last night. He had quite a quite a few um, one liners off and and everything. Um, and I loved that last scene. The fact that they played the Jefferson Starship song, I thought was really cool. And it was yeah. such, it's such a good song. That song has always been one of my favorites, anyways. And I when I was rewatching today, I hadn't noticed, but you know the song, the Jefferson Starship song that they were playing was Miracles. And then mm-hmm. at the beginning, when um, Eve goes into the bar and starts infecting everybody there, um, they're playing um, You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate, I think is what it is. And the big line in that is, I believe in miracles. You know, right. so both songs have a lot to do with miracles. So I'm wondering about that, if that was on purpose, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that. And wasn't there another? It's I want keep wanting to say heaven's missing an angel. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. The Ed Bright guy when him and his friend are walking through the parking lot and meet up with Eve. That's what he says to her. Yep. Right. 
Yeah, and, so there's been her, a lot of... Her name tag, when she was in the waitress outfit, looked like it said Angel or Angela maybe on it. I saw um, that. I saw that. And there's yeah, definitely a lot of angels involved in, angel angels things involved in the episode. Yeah. And uh, and I guess I guess they took care of Eve. And I mean, I thought the way they did it was really cool. I thought, you know, I love Smart Dean. You know, some sometimes he's been occasionally written where you just want to say, oh, oh, come on. You know, Dean's been a hunter all his life. Of course, he would never do something like that. But I would say this season, he's been written really well for that sort of thing. You know, research and ideas and fighting choices and all that. And not perfect, you know, definitely because nobody can be. And uh, But I thought him drinking the Phoenix Ash and making basically his whole body the weapon, like like, and then goading Eve into biting him and, and uh, just pushing her into making, making a move. And I don't think he told anybody because Sam freaked out. It looked pretty genuine to me. Yeah, yeah. And it and it reminded me a lot. You know, you could tell big Buffy, per, big Buffy and Angel fan. It reminded mm-hmm. me of the episode in the fourth season of Angel when Faith um, dosed herself up with that drug, Orpheus, I think is what it was called. So um, Angelus would bite her and then get the drug in his system, so they would be able to catch him. Right. Yeah. Great. Great idea. I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, and the kids, Eve using and building, like, well, both kids, Ryan and Joe that they found in the jail, um, were both the kids her, like, final finished product monster? I thought it was just Ryan. Yeah, uh, she did say Ryan, but... And then then, um, he then infected his brother at the house. Mhm. Yeah, and it's funny because like Eve knew exactly how to sucker Sam and Dean in, you know, especially Dean. You know, they they have a thing for you know the kids who need help, and Dean with you know probably thinking about Ben and how they were raised and and what happened to them, you know, with uh, Mary being killed and everything else, and they just and they put every test possible on them, which of course was her test that they could have she could make a monster that they couldn't figure out what it was. And, um, but the whole scene in the car when they're driving. Yeah, it was, yeah, because you could tell Sam and Dean were thinking about how that was just like them when they were little. And, and the the actors playing um, the little boys did look like what you would think a young Sam and Dean might look like, so... Yeah, they were the right age, and then the big brother sort of taking care of Ryan. You know, he kind of, you know, put his arm around him and said, you know, it's going to be okay. And and you saw Sam look at Dean kind of like, you know, he used to do that for me. And Jensen and Jared are so good at that stuff, you know, those little things and little looks and expressions that they really think about what's happening in the scene, not just with their own part and their own lines, but what is everybody else doing and how does it relate to Sam and Dean and their situation, so I, I thought that was a really nice moment. It's too bad. Typically, it turned out to be something really horrible, but for that scene in, a, in itself, it was really, really nice. 
And um, I'm, go ahead. The special effects last night, you know, after talking with Ivan last week, I really, mm-hmm. you know, paid the, the special effects last night were awesome, especially when Sam and Dean were, uh, when well, when Sam and Bobby and Castiel were arrested and Dean breaks in and with his big machete and, like, cuts their heads off and stuff. That was pretty graphic and it was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool effects there. Yeah, that was uh, oh, that was another neat um, kind of Dean thing, you know, with him hiding, yeah. you know, and the other people got captured and they didn't let on that they knew he was still out there and him following and, and uh, you know, bursting right in. I felt sorry for poor Sam, <laughs> tied up again, <laughs> you know. But but he's such a good fighter, you know, he just used his feet instead and, and all that. It was kind of weird that Eve could shut down an angel. She said she was even older than than the angels and Castiel. Um, yeah. And did you? I like the way that um, when Eve's um, people, Eve's demons, brought in Bobby and Castiel, and Bobby is just staring because you know at the time she looks like Mary, and Bobby's just staring at her with his mouth open. I thought mm-hmm. that was a neat little thing because, you know, he may not have ever met Mary Winchester, you know, but he's seen pictures, you know. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we we have a caller, and I know we said we wouldn't take any callers while uh, Amy was on, but now we're talking about the app, so shall we let our caller on and... Sure. It's quite an episode, so everybody's got lots to think about and say. So, uh, caller, I'm going to put you on the air. Hi, Hello. can you hear me? Hello. Hi. I'm 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 Donna with the crazy demon phone from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that's right. <laughs> How's your phone, Sorry. Donna? Hope hope you were forgotten, but no chance. I'm sure. <laughs> well, uh, a couple of absolute thoughts. Um, one, did you notice how aggressive Sam was this entire episode? Normally, D- Dean is a leader, and I've watched it three times, and Sa- and Sam was the leader. He led on conversation. He led, you know, going into places. I mean, I was really mm-hmm. surprised to see um, a different Sam. It, it really had kind of a different feel to it, and the show was slower than normal, not that that's bad or good, but, but there's still a lot of great information, you know, to mm-hmm. to think about. And also, twice, you know, Cass, re, uh, Cass called uh, the kids, you know, the wayward orphans. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, shout out to us fans who love, you know, Carry On My Wayward Sons by Kansas. Right? I, so, hadn't, thought I hadn't thought of that. Very, very cool connection there. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I, and I know that Jared Padalecki, I saw an interview probably two weeks ago that he said, you know, we've they started leaving stuff in the episodes, bringing it up, hopefully, that the fans will see, you know, if you really are in tune to Supernatural. And I thought, oh, my gosh, because I started paying attention to that. You know, I'm thinking, of course, of course they would leave things for us to, you know, kind of figure out. Um, my third thought is Eve said something, and I didn't catch it. I hadn't caught it. Three, I went to sleep last night watching it the third time, and I wanted to watch the end of it, but she said something about something and souls together were, you know, nuclear energy. Did you guys catch that, what the other thing was? I don't think I, – I, 
I've heard. I remember that line because I've, I've watched it like four times too. Um, I don't think there was anything with the souls. It was just the souls are like uh, they're they're like a, their own little nuclear reactor, and right. that that many souls, you basically have the power of the sun. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, that's kind of that's kind of what I thought, but I just I keep hearing, and I just my brain is weird about stuff, and I I keep hearing that and souls, and I'm thought I think. I didn't hear the other thing. And like I said, mm-hmm. I fell asleep last night watching it. So I was hoping <laughs> you guys caught that rat. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to go back and look. And your homework is to go back and watch it again and turn the sound up really loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not to fall asleep. I, I do this at, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I'm watching, and, and my kids come in and like I'm snoring in front of my computer. So. <laughs> it's too funny. Anyway, I enjoyed the show. Thanks very much. And I will. And I missed. Uh, I missed Ivan last week, but I got to hear the guy B, which was just great. I enjoyed it so much, and I've posted it uh, everywhere. I wanted everybody to take advantage of it, so I'm putting you guys out there, and, and appreciate you having a a, a a podcast. So, oh, thank you. Okay. you know, don't, don't run. Did you say you saw Jared a couple weeks ago? Did you go to Justin no, no, Bell? Oh no, 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 no. You know, oh no, no, no. I I watched him. I you know what? I'm I'm when I'm I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, but I, I, I have a son with cystic fibrosis, and oh. I was, I wa- and I heard, of course, uh, your, you know, thing today with uh, Amy about Claire, which is just very awesome. And, um, but I, I get up during the night. And I have to do breathing treatments, so I'm up normally until about two or three. I get about three hours sleep a night normally. So, um, so I watch everything. I. I read all the articles from the East Coast to the West Coast. I watch all the, uh, you know, YouTube videos that I can watch. And I just, I mean, I, I read and research everything. Mm-hmm. So, but he just he just mentioned that. He mentioned it in one of his uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah. uh, I, it sounded a little bit like you saw him, like, down at the grocery store. <laughs> the way he put it. And I was like, yeah, I would, I, would lo- I would love to be seeing him down at the grocery store. He would stick out like a total sore thumb. I don't he couldn't wear enough caps and glasses to to not stick out. And I'm I'm in Texas though, so I'm telling you, if I'm I'm hoping to catch those guys anywhere in our area, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, um, I I wish you the best with um, I'm sorry, your son. That has yeah, yes, yes. yes. I, I hope things are going as well as they can be for you guys and and um Hopefully you'll watch the flash mob and check out. Oh, I know. I'm I'm really I'm really very excited. In fact, I want to get hold of the Claire family um, because you know what we've done a whole lot of very uh, with stuff. Where you know you have to be plugged into the medical community, unfortunately. Um, but I'm just going to tell you we've had remarkable results with um, other things. And California, I know, is very big on uh, natural and um, not necessarily all allopathic, but um, and not really alternative, but the two are melding, and we've done that tremendously. And my son is also looking at a transplant, so we're we're kind of about in that same situation. But he's extremely healthy looking and acts extremely healthy, and um, because of the things that we do. But uh, I was going to try to get hold of the family just to be able to visit and pass along um, information, really good information that we've used. So, um, mm-hmm. because I'm kind of a researcher, I'm, you know, seriously, that's kind of my, my in-depth background. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway. Well, that's awesome. It's, 
sounds uh, it sounds good. I'm glad he's uh, looking healthy and doing doing well with you. You sound like a like an awesome mom. Taking, taking well, thank you, thank you. Unfortunately, being an awesome mom doesn't do anything about a horrible genetic disease. You know what? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just not a great thing to, to have. But you know what? We used to say, you know, why me? And now it's like, why not me? You know, if somebody's got to mm-hmm. have something, I mean, um, things happen, life happens, and you, what you get to choose is how you react to it or respond to it. And so that's that's our mm-hmm. life story. So, so all the best. And your phone behaved very well tonight, so maybe it's on the right track. Okay, maybe I'm getting smarter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, thank you guys so much. I've enjoyed it, and I'll thank you next week, I'm sure. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for and passing things on, and thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, my goodness. <laughs> that's a, That's amazing, and, and what a... Interesting. I, you know, I, I'm I give up on calling things coincidence. I just don't believe in them, you know, uh, anymore, really, because uh, we're talking about all those things about Amber's episodes and whatever. But uh, but our our caller also has child with stick fibrosis and sounds like doing absolutely and as best Donna, as they possibly can be. Donna, if you're still listening. Um, you can also, uh, I know you said you missed Ivan's podcast last week. You can still listen to it um, mm-hmm. from our from blogtalkradio.com on our, you know, so if you want to listen to it one of these nights when you're up late, you know, it's still there. Oh, yes, and all our other uh, interviews, it's not just uh, um, Diabetes has been on before, and we've had uh, other wonderful guests um, uh, back when it was Winchester Radio. We're now Media Boulevard. But in both places, there's some uh, wonderful interviews and guests and things like that. So, um, yeah, if you're up late, there's something to listen to. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you know, I, sorry. I, was want, I, was, I was wanting to talk about Eve. Okay. I know a lot, of people, a lot of people are saying that they don't think she's really dead and everything. Mm-hmm. I think she is. I don't think she's the big bad of the season. I mm-hmm. I think she's gone, she's dead, and this mm-hmm. whole, and Crowley is the big bad, maybe even Castiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I think we're done with a red herring, because they've said this yeah. has been a noir mystery season, and Eve could easily have been one of those red herrings. And not that she was good, and certainly she was definitely a problem for them, but she's not like Lucifer. Right, exactly. I think she's gone. We're done with her, and it's you know going to focus on to Crowley and Castiel. Mhm. Yeah. Um, I think uh, she's got. I mean, uh, she. She. I mean, they really focused on her having all the effects from the uh, uh, Phoenix ashes, and she mm-hmm. looked like she was just falling apart and melting, and and uh, ooh, it was really disgusting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she looked pretty pretty dead and gone to me. I mean, in some way I felt, wow, that was a little bit quick, but they did. But we did say the Phoenix Ashes could, could do it. So um, I think you're right. I think she's gone, and I think our our true big bad is on the way with Crowley. And, he's, and, and I think 
possibly. Uh, we've had a little bit of a big bad in Cass all season. I think um, with everything that happened, I think it wasn't Crowley that, that raised Sam and Samuel. I think it was Cass. And Crowley may have suggested it and wanted to do it or helped out. And I think Crowley was um, lying when he said, you know, I, I, I couldn't quite get, you know, Sam out of hell properly and that's why he didn't have a soul. I think it's a, we talked about this before, I think Cass might have been using Sam's soul for a while. I, I, think, I think that's the way it will turn out too, yeah. And I don't know if Dean will ever forgive him for it. No, if if Castiel even survives, who knows? So that's that's very true. I mean, he's obviously this hasn't been an easy decision for him. I don't think what he's doing. I think he he looks like he you know I, I angels don't sleep, but you know he looks like he's it's been a very agonizing time for him doing these things that angels shouldn't be doing. But he feels like he has to to win this war against Raphael, and I think he has really been angsting over what he did with Samuel, possibly, and Sam and the souls. And we still only have Cass's word that Sam's soul has been tortured and slave and and everything like that. I mean, it, it, well, well, Beth said also it was it was like that, and I can certainly see Lucifer doing that to him, but. I can't see Michael. You know, he's an archangel. I don't think he would torture Sam. It's possible Michael and Lucifer were too busy torturing each other to bother with Sam. You know, Sam. Yeah. What? Oh, also, we've only got, what, one, two minutes left on the live show? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give Amy's links again quickly while we're still live? And... um, and we'll quickly say, yes, uh, um, we are recorded after this time. You can uh, download us uh, through iTunes. You can find us at winchesterbros.com, Winchester Radio Icon, uh, Winch- uh, blogtalkradio.com, Media Boulevard. There's always links on Facebook and Twitter. Um, hey, Becky, you want to talk about Amy quick again while we're still uh, live? You can um, check out Claire's um, website at clairesplacefoundation.org. You can go there anytime, um, you know, check out for the flash mob, find out more information on Claire and cystic fibrosis. You, um, and if you can, you know, donate, like like Amy said, you know, any amount is helpful. Even if it's just a dollar, 25 cents, you know, it, she mm-hmm. needs it. Like she said, the lung transplant is going to cost about a million dollars, so anything will help. So it's Claire, hard to even comprehend that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can always find the links to uh, the Flash Mob event and Claire Foundation and all of that stuff on Winch- uh, com, and there will be links on Facebook and Twitter and, and all that. So definitely a great cause. And um, anything else we want to plug live? Uh, our our dear Ivan Hayden, Divine the Series, the forum is live. DivineTheSeries.com. Check out the website. The website's up. The blog is up. The forum is up. Um, they have a link there to their Kickstarter page where you can go and help actually fund episodes, and you can get really cool prizes for funding. So check it out, DivineTheSeries.com. And they're on Twitter at DivineTheSeries. Check them out. Very Yay. Awesome. Yep. 
So go support, go play on the forums. Ivan Hayden uh, and everybody else at Divine the Series. Uh, um, another great thing to support. Another part of the supernatural family, definitely. Um, again, uh, we're gonna stay stay here recording for little bit longer, however long we finish discussing the episode, uh, no more than an hour, but uh, um, thanks for listening. Oops. Okay. okay. I think um, we got everything in <laughs> before we... I am I'm watching this on iTunes as we're talking, and the stupid CW that I watch it on TV isn't in HD, so it cuts the sides off, so I miss things. Well, I've been wondering this whole time what in the heck Castiel did to the sheriff guy you know, to get him to confess mm-hmm. and tell where Eve was at. And just now it showed he's in there with his head off, no head. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, did, I missed that when I was watching it on TV. So on iTunes here it shows it. So did Castiel just rip his head off with his hands? What did he do? <laughs> I I know, you know, I, I, I caught some of that. You know what? It's not just your CW affiliate. Mine does it too. I'm, I'm missing uh, the uh, edges. And it drives me crazy that they do that. But I did happen to catch, I, or I thought, and I went, oh, my God, the sheriff is headless. What did Cass do? And, <laughs> and, and you, you know, he comes out with blood all over his hands. I'm, I'm wondering, did he torture him and then just rip off his head and his bare yeah, hands? Because not he doesn't have his powers right now. So I want... Or did he do something, torture him, and then they went in and cut his head off, you know, after he told mm-hmm. where it was, you know, I wonder. Yeah. Um, could Crowley have been hanging around and we just didn't see it? Well, he, well, he told Cassie, he says, you know, I'm, I'm tired of cleaning up after your messes. And, of course, Crowley's the one who killed kids of Eve's mm-hmm. creations. And, you know, that that's another sign of Cass not being the angel we first met a couple years ago, you know, the it's definitely he's in the middle of a war and he's doing these uh, things that he feels he has to do to win this war. And but it's pretty pretty scary to watch. Um, speaking of uh, uh, headless people, <laughs> we're back at the beginning when they're talking to Lenore and uh, Dean's explaining how they um, uh, what happened to Gordon. And he says, well, you know, to Lenore, if it makes you feel any better, you know, he became a vampire. And then, uh, you know, Sam chopped off his head with razor wire, and Dean's like, like a little kid sort of, he's like, you know, oh boy, it's like, yeah, it was really wicked. <laughs> and, and Sam just looks at him, but it was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I love that they remember, that's part of supernatural history. And I love not just Lenore. Hmm? I love when they reference past that, past events like that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mentioned that, which, of course, it really was a cool moment when uh, Sam did that. And, and I remember Dean being impressed. Dean, he didn't say anything, but he just, you know, gave Sam a look at the time, and then he said, oh, that was wicked last night. I thought, how do you? <laughs> you know? I, I remember at the, because um, Dean, at, when it happened in the episode with Gordon, Dean said, you know, you went after a vamped out Gordon with no weapons, you know, pretty much that, and that's what, Sam had accused Dean of doing earlier in the episode, so I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, was it, oh, another thing I loved about the episode last night is that 
everybody, there's all four of them out on this case, Sam, Dean, Bobby, and Cass. I love them all working together. And I also loved how the pairings varied. Um, you know, Cass was, Cass was with uh, uh, Bobby for a while. And uh, and they just kind of kept mixing it up. And I thought they that was a really interesting thing to balance everybody in the different character. It wasn't only Sam and Dean and Bobby on his own and Cass popping in and out. They were all working together and then kind of changing up the partners depending what they were doing. So I thought that was really cool about this episode. That was Adam Glass wrote the episode. I thought it was interesting now that it, apparently Sam has an iPad. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was like, but I hope this doesn't mean he does, I hope this doesn't mean he doesn't have the laptop anymore because I just, you know, I love, you know, the little research scenes with Sam and his laptop, and then Dean eventually got a laptop too, and I love those things. Like, I don't want to see them just use an iPad from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first, the first season laptop, you know, that will always be, hold a special place in my heart with the stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, that was interesting, you know, uh, an iPad. Um, and, yeah, I like, and I like Bobby kind of whining about it, you know, as a computer. And Sam's like, it is a computer. He always seems to be the one um, that's first to take on, like, new technology and new stuff like that and, and whatever. And, and all I could think and, of, when, you know. and I was thinking about it, too, that first of all, when, with Bobby saying he needed a computer, I thought it was weird because the computer that we – the only time we've ever seen Bobby using a computer – at his house, it was an old one, the old-style monitors, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I thought it was weird that Bobby wanted to go straight to a computer because we always only see him with books. And But I did love then that he was like, this isn't a computer because he's used to his <laughs> the big old antique computer that he's got in his house. <laughs> I know. And Sam was like, it is a computer. I thought their seating arrangement in the diner was interesting. Um, you had Cass and Bobby on the inside and Sam and Dean on the outside, and that's very protective. Sam and yeah. Dean were sitting next to each other. Um, they were on the outside and kind of keeping an eye on, and that was another funny moment when Cass tries to use his powers for the first time and realizes he can't, and and, and Dean picks on him. And then Sam's like, I think you hurt his feelings. And he just kind of looked out the window kind of sad. I was like, oh, poor Jazz. It was nice, Sam. Stood up for him a little bit. (laughs) Oh, speaking of cats and funny moments, um, it's being kind of blind, you know, why am I I the one that always has to pray for for cats? And it's like, you know, it's not like he lives in my ass. And then, and then of course, Cass pops up right behind him. (laughs) And he jumps and Dean's like, Cass, get out of my ass. (laughs) I, I was I was kind of I was really surprised actually at those because you know they the that was a pretty slashy you know couple of months there with Cassie on Dean yeah yeah it was and uh, um, but he says you know well he doesn't live there I, I who knows but but it, you know if you want to see it that way absolutely there it was even if you don't want to see it that way there it was. You can't help but see it that way. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 have a saying in, in bando to say you sometimes the slash just writes itself, <laughs> and that might have been uh, that moment. <laughs> so, and I, you um, know, I know we mentioned her earlier, but Samantha Smith. I mean, I thought she was just amazing. I mean, just her her some of the expressions on her face and you know mm-hmm. her little smiles and smirks and. I thought she was a better Eve than Eve was, personally. I, you know, maybe it's because mm-hmm. we've seen Samantha Smith for so long. We just really like seeing her better. I don't know. I don't I don't know the actress's name who plays Eve normally, but mm-hmm. Samantha Smith I thought was just amazing. She was. She was just brilliant. And and what was really great is like she wasn't Mary Winchester at all. She no. looked like her, but she was absolutely Eve. And yeah. I thought that was Yeah, it was really good. And you and you could tell it was just disgusted Sam and Dean to mm-hmm. see her look like that. Yeah. That was great. Oh gosh, it was something something else about the episode. I, I wonder how Sam and Dean are gonna figure out that Carly's around 'cause they don't they don't know because they, they know some kind of demon found Ryan and his brother I, and killed him. I thought it was really, really cool. It shows how much Castiel means to Dean, actually. When they're at the end, Bobby and Sam were like, you know, pretty much saying, we think Castiel's working mm-hmm. with Crowley. But Dean, it had never even occurred to Dean to think that Castiel mm-hmm. was working with Crowley. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and they don't want to say it because because they know, and they don't want to believe it, I don't think, because how much he's he's done for them and been there for them. And I don't think they want to believe it, but it's like Cass said, once you know, you know, you know, Dean and I, you know, we have, we share a special bond, and they do, you know. Cass, yes. Cass raised him from hell and has been there all along. And I think as many times as Dean has been angry with Cass or fighting with him to get him to help or, or, or whatever – He's never not believed that Cass was trying to do good and the right thing. Now, nobody knows that he let Sam out of panic room. So we know that that we've seen before. There's precedent for Cass doing, either following orders or thinking what he's doing was was the right thing, even though he may not like it. Of course, it's really gone to extremes now, but it is there. And Dean never found that out. So it is possible that Dean has never seen Cass, you know, be anything, anything like the rest of the angels, nothing like Zachariah, nothing like Balthazar, who I'm sure will figure back into this, too. <laughs> um, we haven't seen the last of him. Um, yeah, the, oh, God, three episodes left? Three, yeah. Oh, oh my yep. gosh. And, yep. Yeah. One is- one this coming week, and then we're off the next week because Smallville has their two-hour series finale. And then the week after that, we have two episodes back-to-back. Yes. And I have to say I won't be watching them first run. <laughs> like, oh. So, but, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. Another season and and. Speaking of another season, we mentioned it briefly when Amy was on, but congratulations to Supernatural and all the cast and crew coming back for season seven. Yes. Awesome. 
Woohoo. Yeah, I uh I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be really truly ready, but I'm just I'm just not ready to let them go. I think um the season had its had its moments. It had some little bit ups and downs. You could tell it was a little bit of a changeover, but I think I think when Sam got his soul back, I think the show got it together again. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed like and and has been really terrific this second half. And had some really good episodes and things going on. First half, I think you needed to have the first half of the season to totally follow up and set things up from last season and into this second half. But I think, the, you know, the, the back 10, up the 11 episodes. Of, and, uh, there, are, there are some episodes this season, I think, that will be some of the all-time favorite episodes of Supernatural. I mean, Fight the Fairies, you know, that episode, that's mm-hmm. going to be, that's a classic. And, mm-hmm. you know, last, last week's episode, Frontierland and uh, The French Mistake, you know, those episodes I think are going to be some fan favorites for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, classic and pretty amazing six seasons of a show and still coming up with new and different things, trying things, experimenting, and, and uh, um, keeping everybody guessing and interested and, and uh, um, yeah I'm so I'm so proud of them <laughs> just wonderful and they seem really happy and excited to be coming back too for season seven it's not like oh oh god I can't believe it's picked up again they seem really pleased and thrilled and and uh again they're like, like the little show that could and with all the awards they've been winning and all this and fans still being so supportive and positive and getting them so much attention and it's a I mean it's NCS NCIS is a little bit different kind of show it's a bit more of a procedure so they're really good on their character work I, I do watch them and enjoy them they're really good on their character work and they try a lot of new and different things but they weren't the big hit at the beginning that they are now it took them a little bit uh, a while to get going and do some things it's, I think it's a lot like Supernatural um um just getting a lot more attention and press that they're finally deserving. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, the first couple of seasons, it's like, you know, we couldn't want a TV Guide cover, <laughs> you know, and now we've been on two. So, yep. yep. Yeah, absolutely deserving. Absolutely. And um, real, real quick while I'm thinking about it, I wanted to mention that I thought it was really cool that we um, saw Sulphur. How long has it been since we've seen them see Sulphur and know that a demon had been around, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that was neat, bringing that back. Yeah. Um, this episode was just filled with touches like that of of pointing out that they still remember supernatural history and continuity. You know, Lenore, they could have brought in... Uh, some other monster to help them find Eve. It could have been a complete stranger to us or a new character, but instead they went, you know, back into the supernatural archives and brought back uh, uh, somebody that was a, a favorite. You know, Lenore was in one episode, but um, uh, she was memorable. So, but, uh, yeah, it was yeah. really, really great seeing Amber Benson again. And mm-hmm. the whole team is thinking, okay, they need to bring her to a, a supernatural convention. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and she she likes doing that, you know. Especially, of course, being on uh, Buffy and uh, everything, she's um, that's her she's thing. An awesome, and 
Mm-hmm. She's an author now, so she goes to a lot of writer conventions and stuff too now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Creation, are you listening? Or any other conventions out there? Justin Bellow and all those. Yeah, Inside Amber. <laughs> I've just got two episodes to talk about and lots of other things. So that'd be really cool. Um, we should say uh, Guy B is going to be at a convention, Nashville, right? Yep, he's coming to Nashville. Very cool. Very cool. Let's hope it's uh, not the last convention that he uh, comes to be a guest at. I want him to come to Chicago. <laughs> at least you'll get to see him in Nashville. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to his panel because he, he's such a great guest on our podcast. I'm sure his panels are just going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really great because, you know, he's... um. He's a good storyteller, mm-hmm. you know, which which we love. Um, so we've seen the last of Eve. I wonder. I guess all her all her children, all her monsters are still out there. And oh, Andy, Robbie, and, huh? That was something I was. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay, since Eve, the mother of all, is dead now, does this mean there will be no new species of monsters? Are we just stuck, you know, do we just have now what mm-hmm. there are? There will be no new species? Uh, hmm. Well, who knows? Possibly. But, you know, she did, she made a bunch of new ones, and they could still be around breeding, and as long as they're around to breed or multiply or whatever they do, um, they could carry on. I mean, we won't get any more, I guess, right, brand right. new ones that she would have come up with. Right, that's what I mean. There will still be mm-hmm. some vampires. Vampires will still be making vampires, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> right. There that's will there will be there will be no new Jefferson Starships. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there will not be there won't be a new um brand new monster that Dean would get to name again, you know. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's kinda of funny. Bobby goes, Well you discovered them, you name them and he's like Dean was just waiting <laughs> to hear that. Um another thing I thought was cool, speaking of history and continuity all the combo hybrid monsters that they had last night and, and all the things, you know, they had vampires and uh, wraiths and shapeshifters and, you know, how cool they saw that they were shapeshifters, you know, in the video surveillance cameras at the at the sheriff's station. But they brought up all these monsters that they've had in episodes before, you know, vampires go way back. Um, the spike in the arm, you know, we saw that in what Sam interrupted, right, that monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And then kind of her kind of mixing them up, and then, of course, they were all dying because they weren't right with something wrong. And I guess none of them survived. And that was a cool effect. It reminded me of Ivan talking about um, the effect of Sam seeing the veins, you know, the effects of the demon blood. And uh-huh. they said uh-huh. the same thing when Eve touched them. You could see sort of this network of veins or whatever it was in their face kind of come alive and then go away as they were altered. That was a great effect. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it's gone. Yeah, and we got next week to look forward to, and this is Ben Edlund's episode coming up, right, with Cast, focusing on Cast and probably Warren Heaven. Should be pretty cool. The, the preview looks like it's going to be a nail-biter. 
I know. Well, yeah, well, it is the, you know, just three more episodes, and they got a lot to cover. <laughs> In the last three, I have to say, I read the official descriptions for the last two episodes. That's going to be the two. It's not really like a like. It's not a two-hour yeah, uh, season finale. There are two episodes that are running on the same night from 8 to 10, but they're kind of ha- going to handle different things. And the descriptions sound like, oh, my God, you are going to have a wild time. <laughs> it, it makes me scared to death about how we're going to be stressing out this summer. I know, because, I, I mean, you know, I, you know, one of the things in the last one is not really a surprise, and it sounds like it's going to happen early. And then there was something Jensen talked about acting that I read in an interview that he did. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm looking forward to that because she's so good at that. But it, but it has me really, really worried. <laughs> and 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 what on earth could the cliffhanger be? <laughs> you know? Oh. I'm just very good. concerned. Yeah, I know. Very concerned. Uh, anything else about uh, uh, Mommy Dearest? We could say Mommy Dearest. There was another uh, movie called that. It was the story of Joan Crawford, and she was not the best mother of the, in the world. <laughs> um, I, oh, I want to the ratings what? real quick. Um, the ratings, we remained oh. steady, um, the same as last week. Our ratings were the same as last week, which were the same as the, epi- the, brand, the episode before us. So we're, we're, we are remaining steady, which is way better than going down, whereas mm-hmm. Smallville went down 20% this week. Their ratings fell 20%, mm-hmm. and we remained steady, which I thought was very good. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of that. You know, uh, for, for where we are on Friday nights, you know, it's it's not easy, and um, we're, I think, performing really well. For CW, they seem to be pleased. We got season seven, um, and I was a little oh. bit concerned because the CW has a new president of right. work, but he must be supportive of Supernatural and everything that we're doing. Because you know, sometimes when somebody new comes in, they they clean house, no matter, and they make some kind of interesting decisions just to make things their own. And uh, I'm glad it didn't go that way for Supernatural. So. It seems like they, um, you know, I, they, I'm pretty sure they were waiting until they had signed the new president um, before they announced the renewals. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why um, renewals, like early renewals, didn't happen for anybody. Usually, sometimes if they're going to be really early, they show up in February, mid-February, and not this year. But that was because of the CW being kind of in, in flux. <laughs> but it worked out. Um, any anything else? Any other news? Any other announcements? Um, um, we're still working on the award for Jared. Um, go to Supernatural Crossroads, the SupernaturalCrossroads dot com. Um, links are also on WinchesterBros dot com, and um, find out all about the award for Jared. So if you want to check that out, mm-hmm. and then don't forget to check out DivineTheSeries dot com. Right. And they, um, lots of cool information coming from that. Ivan posts daily on the blog over there, so check that out. Mhm. 
And don't forget clairesplacefoundation.org. Yep. Flash mob, right? Check out our Facebook and Twitter and everything tomorrow for links probably to Flash Mob and video and results and all that good stuff. Um, say thank you again to Amy Dominic for uh, being on the show tonight. It was really cool to talk to her. Um, I am so sorry I did not mention she, at first she was young Mary Winchester. I, I, I swear I was thinking, well, of course, everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I have no idea. If they're listening to our podcast, they know who she was. But <laughs> yeah, Well, at least we got to say it. And then it, it, it led to a good question. You know, well, uh, is Claire a supernatural fan? And we find out now she is, which is really cool. And, uh, you know, Amy and... Um, sister, the dance studio, and everybody else in the Supernatural family and everybody else helping out. I think it's awesome. Congratulations, you guys. I hope it's a fantastic success tomorrow and the first of many wonderful events. And um, Amy, uh, happy birthday, Claire. And uh, our our caller from Texas, I hope uh, your son and your family continues to do well. and I'm very glad Donna's phone is no longer possessed. <laughs> possessed. Possessed. <laughs> uh, demon phone. Um, oh, shall we? Shall we wrap it up? We can wrap it up and we'll watch Doctor Who. Mark Shepard should and be on it again tonight. Yes, off to Doctor Who. Okay, thanks everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Um, Feel free to share our links. Uh, we love uh, people listening to us, and we love doing it. Um, love our podcast, love our show. Thanks again to all our guests. And uh, we really had a banner week on our show with Guy B and Ivan Hayden, and tonight Amy Gunnick. So thanks, thanks, Becky. Great job tonight. Thank you so much. You rock as always, Clarity. Hmm. Thank you. And I guess that that's it. All right, good night, everybody. Thanks, Amy, and thanks, Donna, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And thanks to Jackie and Karen, I think, over on, I think is her name. Let me just make sure. Let me scroll. Yes, Jackie and Karen over on the blogtalkradio.com who have been commenting during the live part. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Very awesome. And that's it. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.